Hey y'all, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. This is a 75-minute class taped live in our studio. All you need is a mat, and if you got one, a block. When you're ready, we'll start in child's pose. Let's start in child's pose. few moments to feel the floor underneath you, to know that you're here, in this space of your mat. You've chosen to be on this spot, the place where you practice yoga, whatever that means to you. We all come to the mat for our own good. It looks different for each one of us, what that means. We're always toward our own goodness. If it's feeling good in our body, clearing our minds, having a more spiritual practice, all the above. There's something to this being in a room full of people who are working toward their own good. To be together in that cause. So when each of us gets happier and healthier, that serves the planet. We serve each other. being a happier, healthier you makes this place we live a happier, healthier place. In your practice, know what it is you're working toward. Maybe it's specific, maybe it's broad. Cultivate that as you move. As you use your body, your breath, and your mind. Let's start now to focus in on ujjayi breath, breath that's drawn in with the muscles of your throat. You drinking your breath in, pressing it out. Slight sounds, like ocean waves. Use your breath as we flow through these postures today to move your body. With your next inhale, come on up to your hands and knees. And take cat and cow pose. So when you exhale, round your spine, pull your abdominals in, really empty out. And when you inhale, reverse that action, pull your heart forward. Keep drawing your abdominals in to support your low back. Moving back and forth with your breath. Get the rhythm the pace of your life, right? right there's the pace of, of, of life. There's the pace of your life. The stuff that's happening inside you that means you're alive. We would like to move in some different directions. This could go side to side. Back and forth. 
What is your body asking to move? What needs to be investigated? What needs to be opened up? just did this for an hour, probably very, very healthy. Come back anytime you want. Next inhale, back to center. And walk your hands a bit forward, so a little in front of your shoulders. Turn your toes under, come up to downward facing dog. Pause just right away, set your eyes, gaze between your feet. And just get still for a moment. What do you feel? You've got four on the floor. Steadiness through your hands and feet. And then does something need to change? Do you want to reposition your hands or your feet? Do you want to bend your knees? Just pause before, before moving around a lot. Get the stance steady, firm, breathing. Notice any fidgeting. Right? Could you just be still? I promise I'll let you move in a second. I mean, you can move anytime. I don't have to let you, but taking the time to find out, are your hands grounding? Thumb and first finger knuckle. It's the most important thing you're doing, pressing the floor down and forward. Squeeze your arms, lift your hips up and back. Good. Now that you've got that, you've got the action of the pose, go ahead, move around. Do everything. Do everything. Just what needs to move, what needs to fidget, what needs to shake off. Like, yeah. Booty bump your neighbor if you're related to them. Come back to center and notice any shifts or changes. So still again. This practice is a blend. It's a, a joining of both movement and stillness. We need both. Particularly to be aware and intentional in whichever we're choosing. As you choose stillness, it still has your breath, it still has an element of dynamism in your body. And then go ahead and move again. And when you move, keep an element of stillness where there's the quietness of mind, the attention to what you're doing. So rather than just shaking things off, you're actively working into whatever variations, postures you're moving, your feet, your legs, your hips, your spine. Whatever it is you're working with, you're going to walk to the front of your mat and take ragdoll. Ragdoll, forward fold, feet wide apart. Could be like the edges of your mat. And um, some of us are dealing with a lot of allergies right now. If you need to keep your head a little higher because drainage, Keep your arms on your thighs and keep your back rather parallel to the floor. Right? And just let things ease, ease into it. Also, there's tissues in, in the lobby in the bathroom. Walk your feet a lot 
breath in. Softness here will help you drop it down. Yeah. And empty out. Release your hands to the mat. You bring your feet together. And reach up to standing mountain pose. And hands to heart center. Samasiti, standing in evenness. The idea there, you're grounding down through your feet, feel the floor, and also the rebound up through your body. And the evenness of grounding down and lifting up becomes buoyancy. And there's an evenness between the drawing in, muscle to bone on your legs, the lift of your abdominals. centering action within the expansion with your breath each inhale moving your ribcage open softening so have these two things being centered and open they're coming together creating space And from that space, we lift our voices. So we join in three ohms. Start with the full breath in. reach up mountain pose exhale bow forward bend at your knees so you inhale lift halfway flat back set your gaze at the floor keep it there plant your hands step back low push up chaturanga you could be on your toes or your knees upward facing dog breathe in down dog breathe out press into your hands good Set your gaze here, breath in. You see what you see. Breath out, empty anything you need to. Everything can. Look forward, walk, or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And bow forward, breathe out. And now Sunday, we'll take three more. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. And exhale, fold forward. When you breathe in, lift halfway, set your gaze out on the floor in front of you, and plant your hands, keep your gaze there as you step back, low push-up, 
Eyes staying steady up front helps you hold the pose steady through your body. Breath in, upward facing dog. And breath out, down dog. Breath in, set your gaze. And breath out, empty. Look forward, walker lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back, long spine. And bow with your exhale. Press your feet down, inhale, reach up. And bow with your exhale. Fold in. Inhale, lift halfway, flat back, shoulders up in line with your hips. Good. Plant your hands low, push up. Keep looking forward. So tempting to look at your feet. Keep looking forward. Breathe in for upward facing dog. Hands down, heart up high. Good. Down dog, breathe out nice. Breath in. And a breath out. Yeah, you could even keep your head up a little more. Walk or hop to the top of your mat. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Long spine even through your neck. And bow with your exhale. Good. One more round. Press your feet down. And bow with your exhale. Let your inhale float you up, halfway lift. Plant your hands, look forward as you step back, low push up. Breathe all the way out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out to down dog. Three breaths here or child's pose. Steady yourself, get still, but move your breath. The breath is really excellent today, y'all. Stay with it. Stay in that flow, those deep waves. It's ever a question of whether to continue on in a pose or to take rest so that you can breathe. The answer is always breathing. It's just the same thing to do. Next, exhale, empty all the way out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold down, chest to thighs. Good. Sit your hips back low, bring your hands to your legs, Ukatasana. Yeah. Hands to legs, hands like palms to your thighs. Yeah. Good. I know I didn't let you swing your arms that time. But here's something, set your gaze straight ahead and then find the, the back of your neck long. Right, soften there, soften your upper back. Now with your hands on your thighs, press down into your thighs and, and kind of lift your thighs up into your hands. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, those of you that remember Gregor, uh, he made us do this work. So as you're lifting the thighs up into your hands, you're pressing your hands into the thighs, it's kind of isometric contraction going on. Maybe you sit a little deeper, maybe not. Right, but keep your legs that engaged. Float your arms about parallel to the floor. So, uh, yeah, good. Turn your palms toward one another as if you were holding, actually, actually hold like your favorite little kid out there. Oh, there's the smiles, good. That's what we want. Right, so you're, you're hugging in on your favorite little one. And then you're just gonna lift them up gently without your shoulders lifting up. Right? 
And they don't need to be over your head because if they're overhead, you can't see them. One more breath in, lift your chest up, and initially you're gazing up at that favorite little face, and then bow forward. Uh, so you just drop them, but that's okay. <laughs> it was just imaginary. Inhale, lift halfway, flat back. I loved watching your faces during that. Plant your hands, low push-up. <laughs> your kids are some lucky people, man. <laughs> Breathe in for upward facing dog. Some of you are holding puppies, I know. <laughs> Down dog, breathe all the way out. Step your right foot forward. Plant your back foot and stay with your fingertips on the floor. Yeah, um, just for, for next time, we don't kick backwards before we do that because there's a face behind you. Plant your back foot flat and at a diagonal. So take a peek at it right now. Make sure that the foot's pointed kind of at a 45 degree angle. Um, for those of you that didn't bring your protractors, about split the difference uh, between pointing to the front and pointing to the back. It's about halfway. As you press into your back foot, squeeze your back leg and climb your hands up to your front thigh. You're going to pull your chest forward. Hands on front thigh and pull your chest forward. As you're squeezing your back leg, press your hands down into your leg, lift your leg up into your hands. Good. Then from the squeeze of your back leg, lift your abdominals up and in, pull your navel towards your spine and float up. Again, arms straight ahead. So they're parallel to the floor. I know some of you want to do Warrior One, but we're doing the, uh, hold, the hold the puppy out there or hold, hold the kid out there, right? Good. All right. So again, what you're going to do is pay attention to your shoulders and your neck. Keep your gaze straight ahead. So we don't need to look at the ceiling for this. Just straight ahead. And then start to raise your arms. They will stay in front of your eyes. You're going to stack them over your collarbones. Right? So your collarbones in front of, in front of you, right? Those are the ones that uh, that'll notch at your ribcage. Then you're going to bring your right hand down to your right hip. Good. Squeeze your back leg. Lift up to your left pinky fingertip. Good. Keep it in, in line right above your collarbones. Now lift your sternum and your collarbones. And by lifting those, you lift the arm. Right? So the, the arm stays connected into the shoulder joint. But now from your feet pressing down, lift the center of your chest and up through your pinky and ring fingertip. As you exhale, release both hands to your mat. Low push-up or down dog, breathe out. Good work. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Mm -hmm. Breathe out to down dog. Step your left foot forward and pause right there. Fingertips on the floor. Turn your back foot flat. And as you do, it's pointing out at the diagonal, about 45 degree angle. And your feet, when you're doing this, are on slightly different tracks. So you want your, your feet to be hip distance apart, not on a tight rope. Right? And so if, if you have longer legs, if you're, if you're taller, you're going to have a wider stance right? than the person who's maybe like five foot two like me. <laughs> right? Your own stance, press into your feet, squeeze your legs, and walk your hands to your front thigh. Press your hands into your leg and your leg back up into your hands. So you're finding the bandha, the, the lift of the leg muscle. And you're not leaning into your hands. That, that kind of rooting down through your hands that lifts your chest. Then you're going to take your arms out in front of you as you pull your abdominals in. Navel back towards your spine to support your low back. Good. Right, so right now you've got that, uh, that little one out in front of you. You're hugging in. Now you like get them, you get them under the arms and you just like hug the ribcage. Hug. Don't, don't squeeze too tight. That, that's, you know, that's good. 
So you've got the hug in of your chest muscles. Keep that as you begin to raise your arms up to your collarbone level, but they'll be in front of your eyes. Right? That'll, that'll be important uh, to this, that they stay connected with your shoulder joint. Wherever they are is absolutely fine. Bring your left hand to your hip. Keep the right arm stacked over its own collarbone so that the shoulder's not raising up. Just keep it forward. Don't try so hard. Now, lift your rib cage. So it's the sternum, the collarbones that lift up. Your neck doesn't have to do anything. Check in with your throat. Is there any force? Is there any tension? You could drop your chin. It's cool to look straight ahead. Good. Lift your chest like, like there was like, a, like your heart was moving up instead of your eyes. And one more breath in. Squeeze your back leg. Lift up through your fingertips. Enhance your mat. Low push-up. Breathe out. It's like riding a bike. You're just right back to it. Very good. Breathe in. And breathe all the way out. Have a breath. And let it go. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And bow forward, breathe all the way out. All right, that's sun B. We're going to flow through it. Ukatasana, inhale, drop your hips. When you raise your arms, just enough. Bow forward with your exhale. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, low push-up. Breathe in, breathe out, down dog. Step your right foot straight forward to avoid kicking anyone in the teeth. Reach up, hands to your mat, low push up, breathe out. You have plenty of time. For once, there is no hurry. You breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out to down dog, find the end of your exhale. Left foot forward, reach up, warrior one. Then hands to your mat, low push up, breathe out. Long, slow breath in. Long, slow breath out. All the way down to your knees, take child's pose. Close your eyes and get back into long, slow breaths. So, warriors and, and katasanas, they're, they're tough poses. And sun B, there's a lot going on. And the, uh, the human condition seems to be that when things get more complicated and things get more in-depth, start to rise in our pace to get the things done. The more on the to-do list, there's a tendency to hurry. So I'm going to take another round of the sunbeam. The mission is to go slowly with your breath. And instead of trying to get through the sequence, to polish and refine each of the poses and each of the breaths. When you 
next inhale, come on up to downward facing dog. Breath in and empty it out. Walk or lightly hop to the top of your mat. And get there, breathe in, lift halfway, take all the time you need. And exhale, bow forward and in until you're empty of breath. When you're empty, sit your hips back. Inhale, lift up to chair pose, Utkatasana. Bow forward with your exhale. Let it take you all the way down into your legs. Really bow. Inhale, draw you long for halfway lift. Plant your hands as you breathe out. Lower, halfway down. Chaturanga could be on your toes, could be on your knees, whatever you need to sustain the breath. Breath in for upward facing dog. Again, toes or knees, but whole breath. Down dog, breathe all the way out. There is no rush. Find the end of the breath. Then step your right foot forward. Breathe in, reach up. Whole breath to reach your heart up. Hands to your mat. Look forward, step back, breathe out. Breath in, all the way. And breath out, empty. Left foot forward, take all the time you need to breathe in and do the pose well. Then hands to your mat, look forward on the floor in front of you, step back lower as slowly as you can with as much exhale as you can get. Breathe in and breathe all the way out. Three breaths here, child's pose, down dog, you choose. It doesn't get easier when we slow down but we get better at it. One more breath in. Empty. Step your right foot forward, come up to warrior one. As you exhale, take warrior two. You're gonna open to the side. First thing we're gonna do is bring your hands to your hips and look down at your feet. I've never let you do this. I know. <laughs> what happened to her? <laughs> Just enough coffee today. So parallel your back foot with the back edge of your mat. We're gonna get real precise with this. Just take time to get the edge of your foot and the edge of your mat, same direction. Right. Then look to your front foot. And the line between your back foot and your front foot, now you want them to be on the same track. It could be your heels line up. It could be that your front heel lines up with your back arch, depending on what's comfortable for you. Right? How to know when you are able to straighten your back leg and bend your front knee, keeping it over your ankle. Right? So that's gonna be a little bit of a challenge. You're gonna use the outer right thigh to keep the knee over the ankle. Another good way to uh, really ensure that's happening Press your front foot straight down into the floor. Good. And if your knees feel comfortable, your hips are pretty square to the side, you're in the right pose. Right. With your hands on your hips, close your eyes. Just close your eyes. And is one hand higher than the other? Chances are your back hand, the left hand, is a little higher than the left. Can you squeeze your left leg until things get closer to level? They may never get perfect. 
I hate to break it to you, but you may never be perfect. Nobody else will be either. <laughs> Set your gaze to the front wall then and let your arms float up into the warrior two arm position or any, any position of your choice. Focus in on your feet with your mind. Right? You looked at them. You know they're there. They're still there. See if you can imprint and get this feeling right? so that every other time your yoga teacher says, don't look at your feet, you're not so upset with her. <laughs> you do know where your feet are. Your brain has them mapped to your body. Right? Can you pull more into your front foot? Can you tighten more into your back leg? Right? These are things you can't see, but you can feel. We've been here a while. Look to your front hand, and when you inhale, reverse. Sit low, stay low, lift. Cartwheel your hands down to low push-up or down dog, whichever allows you to breathe. Breath in. And breath all the way out. To the end of that exhale, step your left foot forward, warrior one. Open to warrior two. And again, you're gonna bring your hands down to your hips. And first thing we're gonna do, set your gaze to your back foot. Right? I'm just really interested in your back foot and how it's lining up with the back edge of your mat. As you do, press down through the three points of that foot. So you'll be uh, pressing the back edge of your foot like you're pressing it into a wall, but also keeping the ball of the big toe down right? so that there's even weight. Then look to your front foot. Is it on the same track as your back foot? Toes pointing straight ahead. And when you look for toes pointing straight ahead, you're looking for the second and third toe. The, the big toe, it, we all have different shapes there. But the second and third, pointing straight ahead. Then as you align your knee, right? There's this pressing down into your foot and the work of your outer left thigh. And close your eyes. Your feet aren't on the same track. And the hands on your hips. Is the right hand a little higher? If so, can you squeeze your back leg, send your front knee forward, and get closer to level? It doesn't need to be perfect. It's good practice of knowing where your body is in space and fully engaging in the pose, right? If the back leg is fully engaged, the hips come closer to square. To the front wall, you'll float your arms up, any positioning that you like. If your shoulders need a little break today, you could try turning your palms up and adding a little softness in your elbows. If you want a little more work for your upper back, turn your palms up and pretend you have heavy trays on your hands. I like pretending there's a bunch of champagne on those trays. <laughs> Never drop it. <laughs> Stay low in your front leg. See if you can even sit lower. Tighten the back leg while you're there. Next inhale, reach up, reverse. Your eyebrows don't have to do that work. You cartwheel your hands down to low push-up, down dog, child's pose for an exhale. Most important thing is the exhale. And get breath in and breath out. Breath here and let it go. 
When you inhale, take your right leg back behind you for three-legged dog. And as you exhale, come forward, bring your knee toward your chest, look forward on the floor, step into a low lunge, keep your back heel lifted, press into your feet, climb your hands up to your front thigh. Pause. Bend your back knee. Bend your back knee enough that you can feel your hip points lift up and in. You can pull your navel toward your spine. Good. Press your hands down into your thigh, lift your chest up. Keep that action of chest lifting up. Maybe you can follow that up with the corners of your mouth. Maybe not. And you bring your arms up again, aligning them over the collarbones. So our natural tendency when we take our arms up is to use our back a lot, right, to squeeze. Instead, you get the same thing if you're holding your favorite little one up there and you're hugging tight with your chest muscles. One more breath in, lift your heart up, let the arms go with. Then hands to heart center, you'll twist. Rotate toward your right, bring your left elbow to your right thigh. Down close to the knee so you have room for your chest. Good. As now you've changed directions with your chest, you're gonna straighten your back leg, tighten it up as much as you can. Like there's a little sling underneath your knee, pulling your knee up toward the ceiling. Good. That'd be nice. We should have those installed. From your back foot, press down into the floor. Lift your chest up. Awesome. Next inhale, open your arms. And then look to your mat. Exhale, low push-up or down dog. Could be child's pose too. But get full breath. And then a deep inhale. And a long, slow exhale. Meeting up and down dog. With your inhale, take your left leg back behind you and up three-leg dog, and fold your knee in towards your chest as you rock forward, take your time, place your foot. Back heel stays lifted. Get light in your hands, right? So we're still on the floor, we're still on the floor. There's a difference between pushing off the floor and being able to lift yourself off the floor. So get light in your fingertips. And now from your feet, lift yourself up, hands to your front thigh. It's different. It's also more steady. This time we didn't look like an earthquake came through. That was good. Go team. Bend your back knee and pull your lower abdominals in so that you feel more upright and supported in your low back. Right, then go ahead and float the arms up. Again, find that space where they're aligning well with your collarbones. That's where they connect in, that's where they live. Right, and you can play with that. How far is enough? How far is too much? You'll know when your shoulder blades start to lift up, right, you've just gone far for this purpose. Squeeze in with your chest. From your feet and your abdominals lift up and then hands to heart center. You'll twist. Bring your right elbow toward your left knee. And again, you'll tighten your back leg. And for some of us, it's going to really help for the back foot to come back to make a longer stance. Longer stance. Bring your back foot toward me. As you get a little deeper in the stance with the back foot moving back, press the foot down, pull your chest up and forward so you have more room if the back leg is fully extended. And check in with your knee. Could you get that pulled up a little further from the floor? Back knee, squeeze tight, squeeze tight, yes, yes. On your inhale, open your arms. When you exhale, look to your mat, low push-up, breathe out. 
Exhale, down dog, all the way out. Good. Yeah, time for that. Take a breath in through your nose and let it out through your mouth. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold down and in. Drop your hips back, inhale, Utkatasana, chair pose. Oh, I know. And hands to your heart and twist. Bring your left elbow to your right knee. The disgusted teenager breathing is really good. Pull your hips straight back to the back wall. Pull left sitting bone, right sitting bone straight back. Pull your heart forward on your inhale. Open your arms. And then bow forward, breathe out. We're going to take ragdoll. Walk your feet apart and wrap your arms around each other. You have a breath in here. And a breath out. Release your hands to your mat. Walk your feet together. Ukatasana, chair pose. Sit back, lift up, breathe in. Hands to your heart. And twist, right elbow Side your left thigh, down by your knee, and, and you're working on sitting your hips back and down. The further you sit your hips down, yeah, the harder the chair gets, but the more you can lift your chest. So it gets more muscularly challenging and less awkward. Right. Next inhale, open your arms, and then exhale, bow forward. Good. Toe heel your feet apart. Take ragdoll again, wrap your arms, get a breath in, let it out through your mouth, release your hands, you'll take crow, plant your hands to the mat, bring your feet together, crouch down, if that's as far as you want to go with it, cool, right, and if you want to work the crow into the arm balance, or bring your feet together, knees to your upper arms, and squeeze the knees in. So where you're going to really get this pose, where you're going to get this arm balance is the connection. Hands into the mat, knees into your arms. Also look forward so it doesn't become a somersault. Somersaults are fun, but when there's 30 people in the room, you don't want to end up on someone else's asana. <laughs> you can jump back, walk back, crawl back. <laughs> Whatever you need to do, make your way to down dog. That was great. time to notice what you're feeling right now. Crow often brings up a lot of mental stuff. If you got that going on, what is it? What is yours? There's also the physicality of this, of what we've been doing. How's your body feeling? Just know where you are. Just know where you are. Where you are is perfect. Empty out. Look to the front of your mat. Walk or lightly hop. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out. Fold down and in. Press your feet down on your inhale. Reach up. Mountain pose. 
take eagle, right side, right arm underneath, right leg over top the left. Any variation of the arms wrapping or pressing together is good. Check in with your hands to be sure you're not clawing eagle. That's not the part of the eagle we want to uh, kind of embody. In the, in the lore of this, the part of the eagle that we're embodying is the vision. So your arms are right in front of your face, maybe, and you're setting your gaze so big. It's got that, it's close to your peripheral vision, as close to all that you can see, quality. Soft big enough and soft enough that those arms in front of you are no longer an obstacle. Check in with your fingers. If your knuckles are bent, you're gripping. On your inhale, unwind, reach up. Right. And some of us have been gripping for so long, we don't even know we're gripping. Next side, eagle, left arm underneath. And left leg over top. And yoga is this unlearning for most of us. We've learned how to keep it all together through gripping, through holding on tight, through struggle, through clenching our teeth and making it through. Yoga offers us something different, peace of mind from doing the best you can with what you have right now. Enough attention to do this well. And have it be working toward your own good. Sit with your exhale. Go as deeply as you can, even if you fall out of the pose. Good. When you inhale, unwind, reach up, mountain pose. Feel your feet, feel your fingers. Bring your right arm down, you'll take dancer. Catch the right foot. You could catch inside, you could catch outside. And then a nice thing to do here is to cactus your left arm. Bring it out to the side. And then bring your attention to both your shoulder blades. Pull both shoulder blades down your back evenly. Like, so you're using the back muscles to engage in the back bend. Kick your foot into your hand. Lift your heart up toward the ceiling. Good. Get breath in. Exhale, release. Bring your hands to your heart. Foot to the mat. Press your feet down. Squeeze your legs. Set your gaze. Notice what happens right now. Whatever it is. You're noticing it, it's perfect. As soon as you notice it, you're entering that state of awareness, of presence. Whatever may be going on, you've separated yourself from it. On your inhale, reach up, mountain pose. And then left arm down. 
catch your left foot for dancer. Again, it might be helpful to the cactus the right arm. That can help you then use the muscles of backbend, the spinal extensors. And this is a particularly good pose for those of us, well, those of us that like wheel, right? This, this takes you toward that wheel posturing, Urbha Dhanurasana. And for those of us that maybe don't practice wheel because it's crunchy on our shoulders or something else, this approximates that action where this arm is somewhat wheel-like over here and you're using the back muscles. So you press your foot down into the floor, lift your chest up. One more breath in, as high up as you go with your chest, with your back foot, and then hands to your heart, foot to the mat, pause. Set your gaze forward or close your eyes. Notice what your go-to reactions are. perfect, whatever you notice. Notice them ebb away, recede as you get more present with how you're standing. You have that like urge to fidget or look down or whatever it is. Kind of just stand and watch that, that straight thought move away from you. Ground your left foot down pose, bring your right leg up, anywhere on the leg. For today, go on the easier side of things. It's Sunday, only the easier side of things. Easy enough in the way you set it up that you don't have to use your hands. And you can remain in this still point with yourself. hard at squeezing your standing leg and lifting up to the center of your chest. Right? So the hard work in this pose, if you really want a strong practice, doesn't come from the shape or the look of the pose. It comes from what you're doing on the inside. I'm going to take your arms again out in front of you like you were holding that small child or puppy or whatever you got. And it's grinning at you. Keep your body aligned and very slowly start to bring your arms up toward stacking over your collarbones. Only so far that your shoulder blades stay connected to your back. Your shoulders stay connected to your collarbones. Then press your standing foot down from the center of your chest. Go up and maybe a back bend. Maybe you like this tree this way. It's good. Exhale back to center, hands to your heart and foot to the floor. Close your eyes. Notice what you just landed with. Setting your eyes at a point, the other side. Root your right foot down, take tree. And let the left foot just slide. Even if you normally grab and pull, today you can just let it slide. That's the exercise. Finding a somewhat more subtle balance that's really balanced. Right? This this effortless effort. And then to really work it, squeeze your standing leg, press it into the foot, press your foot back into your leg, feel the ceiling together of left and right. Then you'll feel inner thigh, pelvic floor, low belly, the center of the pose. How do 
or set up in a way that you can breathe easily. If you notice little movement, that's right. That's how we balance. Even balance is a flow. It's not shaky, but it's not rigid. Take your arms out in front of you again. I'm just going to work on that idea of lifting them up, finding the place where they naturally stack, where you don't have to move your shoulders or your rib cage. Just got the lift of your arms. Squeeze them tight. Fan your fingers. And the squeeze of your leg. Lift your chest. Maybe you go up. Maybe you go back. I don't know you. Don't know yet until you try. Hands to your heart. Foot to the mat. Once more, standing meditation. What's happening? Right before you do any wiggling, what's happening? You can't start wiggling because there was a lot of sensation on your uh, right leg. Yes. Yeah, that means you're alive. You have a functioning nervous system, right? And it's fine. Like whatever we do, I suppose they're fine. But it's also a really interesting practice and useful practice. Noticing before we react. Inhale, look up, reach up, mountain pose. Really extend from feet to fingers. And then bow with your exhale. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands low, push up, breathe out. Breath in, up dog. Breath out, down dog. Have a breath. Empty it out, press into your hands. Step your right foot forward, warrior one. Open up to warrior two. Breathe in, straighten your front knee, and take triangle. Hinge at your hip, go sideways. You imagine your body in the aisle of an airplane. If you want to take that uh, visual imagery off, like you're going somewhere amazing on your airplane. And that's the thing that's missing from adult yoga. In kids' yoga, we're always like, where's your airplane going? And they're like, to frozen yogurt. <laughs> Which is frozen yogurt in Disneyland. But like, take yours to Tahiti or something. Good. Pull your hips into the center line so that your bum is not in the face of passenger to your right. Lean back into your shoulder blades so that your chest is not in the face of passenger to your left. Airplane, you get a breath. Spread out through your body. And soften your front knee. Come up to standing. And turn to the front for pyramid pose. We're going to skip straddle because <laughs> your head and their asana will be too close together. You're lift up. Squeeze your back leg. Soften the front knee and bow forward down the center of your mat. Let your hands into blocks or the floor. Soften your upper back. Let your head drop. That's tough. And for a lot of us, the upper back kind of feels like a shell sometimes. There's, there's a lot going on there. Let your head be heavy. Let your breath get into that space behind your heart. Smooth things out. Soften things up.
next inhale, draw your heart forward. Keep your gaze a little forward as you plant your hands, step back, low push-up. Breathe in, up dog. Breathe out, down dog. Step your left foot forward, warrior one. Last set of standing poses. Open up warrior two. Straighten your front knee. And take triangle. This airplane is definitely going to Ireland for our retreat in July. You want to be on that one. Press down into your feet. Pull your tailbone into center. Lean back into your shoulder blades. Just bring your body in that one line. Some stylists talk about this being between two panes of glass. If that works better for you than an airplane, totally fine. Or imagining your hips on a wall and you're leaning your chest back into that wall. But not through it. One line. Tighten into your front body to get there. Ooh, ooh. I'm going to tighten in here. Good Saturday night. <laughs> Soften your front knee. Come up to stand. And turn to the front for pyramid. Lift up and bow forward. You might want a shorter stance. It could help. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that hard. <laughs> yeah, when you fold forward, good. Go for it. Forward at your hip. And then I'd step this leg up, the right leg up, maybe like three or four inches. Yeah. And then you can keep things. Yes, exactly. Head be heavy, the back of your neck get soft, the space behind your heart get soft, so that you can receive breath into your back. That's one thing, our modern life tends to tighten us up around the places where we need to breathe. You sit at a desk or you use a mobile phone, continually tightening these areas breathing. The muscles there get locked long a little bit, so not only do our back muscles need strengthening, but, but opening. Send your breath, soften the shell. Empty. Inhale, draw your heart forward, plant your hands. Exhale, low push-up or down dog. You go straight back. Inhale, come forward to a high plank. And bring your knees down to the mat and then your chest down slowly. Arms at your sides. Squeeze your legs, draw your abdominals in, come up for locust. And it's a little bit more challenging to breathe here. There's two ways you can go about that. One, firm your abdominals a lot and breathe more into your upper chest and back. And then the other is a little abdominal massage work where you could let your abdominals go a bit 
and get a little rocking back and forth. And the rocking comes from your breath. That can feel good unless you just had a breakfast burrito or something. If you did, it might be a good time for child's pose. Check in with your eyebrows. Can you put them down? Soften the face, the jaw. One more breath here. Release your hands underneath your elbows, press to your knees, and back to down dog. <laughs> We're almost home. Breath in. Let it out through your mouth. Look through your hands, walk or crawl to seated down onto your back. As you go, catch a block, because right? we're not going to come back up. That was nice of you. Yeah, so have the block somewhere nearby, nearby. And you come up into bridge. Press your feet down, press your arm bones down. Coming up into bridge pose. If you got lost somewhere along the way, we'll meet up in bridge pose. Yeah, Shavasana is tempting right now. And of course, if you ever need an emergency shavasana, you take it. Good. In the bridge pose, press your feet down, press your arm bones down, press the back of your head down. Fill your lungs, spread out through your chest. See if you can walk your arms underneath you a bit. Just see if your shoulder blades can come together. That might pinch. If it pinches, like, like you just stop. If it feels like your chest is broadening, some muscles are opening, right? There's a sensation to that. And start to make distinctions. Right? Is this challenging but feels opening? Is this challenging and feels pinching? Right? Right? No one came here to get more uptight. No one came here to get hurt. One more breath in, and then slowly come down. And pause where you are, just let your body be heavy to the floor. Feel the imprint of you. Next inhale, again, bridge or plant your hands beside your ears and take wheel. Bridge or wheel. Again, if you need an emergency shavasana, you take that. And every breath, like polish, refine what you're doing. So every exhale, you're pressing what's on the floor down into the floor. Every inhale, you're spreading out, letting the breath in lift your chest. Just giving breath to those places where you need it. Maybe places that have been asleep for a bit or stuck. One more breath in. As you exhale, release down slowly. Take Supta Baddha Konasana, feet together, knees out, or constructive rest pose, knees together, feet on the floor. Depends on what's better for your low back. Right? And do choose something where your low back feels long and free. If you're not sure, try both. experimental in your practice enough to know what works for you even if one pose does work for you and you haven't tried another one it may work better 
or you may find out it's not for you. But it helps to keep us from going through the motions, to doing what we've always done just because we've always done. body. Bring your knees together and hug them into your chest. Go ahead and squeeze them in and let your head rest. It's still as you can, so just squeezing the legs into your chest. Easy, still, still if you can. If you can't, that's fine. But if you can, I promise we'll move in a, in a second. Have a breath. Feel your low back. Open your arms out like cactus, or you could put your hands behind your head with the arms on the floor. Um, belly twisting pose. Bring your knees out over your hips and let your knees drop side to side. If is there anything in the way, you can move it. If it um, is, is your neighbor's hand, the quickest way to move your neighbor's hand is to try to hold it. your shoulder blades down into the floor. Let your knees go as far side to side as you can keep your shoulder blades pressed down into the floor. That action is easier in cactus arms, harder when your hands are behind your head. Even harder if you drop your arms just down by your sides. But the anchoring of your shoulders is what creates the work of the twist. And hug your, bless you. It's good to get blessed in a yoga class. Bless you again. Double blessed. I'm waiting for the third. There's always a third time's a charm. You hug your knees in this time. Focus on pressing your hips down. So you're going in two directions. Right? The knees coming in toward your chest and your sacrum moving down toward the floor. Traction action there. One more breath. Let it go and let your legs go. Let the feet float down to your mat. And you cross your right foot over your left thigh. Okay. And bring the legs in for reclined pigeon. Thread the needle and your right arm through. You don't have to hold your legs in this. And if you've like, you can take your block, place it behind your head. That can do two things. It can make things easier on your neck and your hands. You're welcome. It can also deepen the hip stretch because it, it can brings you a little closer up towards your hips. I didn't believe that until a teacher just basically picked up my head and put a block underneath. But it did, it did help. close your eyes. You can set your eyes to one point or 
the ceiling. Send your awareness with your breath. What spaces can you open up with your inhale? How big can your lungs get? How wide can your ribs get? How slow can you breathe? How slowly can you breathe? body get still. How many extra movements do you need? Something to examine is we're in these quieter poses. The desire to move around. Life is happening at such great speed these days toggling between one thing and the next. Slowing down is something that we have to practice. One more breath wherever you are. Perfect to stay. Feel it. When you let it out, unwind and take the other side. You shift sides, what do you notice? You pay attention to what's going on in your body and your breath. You probably feel different in the hips because this is a hip opener, but do your arms feel different in the way they hold your legs to The breathing feel different. We're not symmetrical side to side. Leg length, arm length, musculature. But also in our body. The organs of our body are different side to side. The left lung is different from the right lung structurally. Liver is different side to side. These aren't as perfect as we may imagine they are. They're perfect as they are, but not because they're symmetrical, not because they're alike. side feels calmer, maybe it feels more cluttered. What are you aware of inside your space right now? Just getting in there means you're doing this practice right. getting in there. You're doing this right. One more breath. Notice what you notice.
from the soles of your feet to the floor. Find your block. You're going to lift your hips and slide your block underneath for the very creatively named hips on block pose. Once you stack your sacrum level on the block, let your feet stack over your hips. The Parata Karani is the, the actual name, and the idea is that we're draining our legs, we're draining our feet. Spread all your toes and wiggle them out. Oh, yeah. Okay, keep doing that because clearly we need it. Actually, let's do this. Take your arms up, hands over your shoulders. Same thing with your hands. Roll your wrists, spin out your fingers. Uh-huh. That's called the Middle Age Orchestra. <laughs> By middle, I mean middle teens, right? <laughs> You can let your hands come and rest on center line, one hand to your belly, one hand to your heart. There's a lesson in that. You know, throughout our day, we should probably be doing a lot more of that with our hands. Every time you can remember to move through, through their full range of motion. A little yoga for your hands. And now it's really like, as we come to this yoga practice, there's, there's so much to a yoga practice. But one of the things is we're moving our body through all its natural ranges of motion. Most of our day, there's the, the straight ahead, get things done, one plane of motion. And we do things that are a little unusual, but totally natural. The ways that generations before us use their body to do all the stuff of their lives. We now use our fingers mostly, thumbs. Something that's really healthy and really connective to this thing called being human. To remember the body. The place where you live. To make it better healthier, happier. So you ready? Gently make your way towards Shavasana. Take any finishing poses that you like. Move your body in ways that it seems to want to move. Or be still if it's ready for that. Let it lead you into a posture of deep relaxation.
space that you are. comfortable side. Make your way up to seated. Keep your eyes closed if you can so that you stay in your space. Find a seated posture that feels steady. You're unhurried. You're here. steady and still to know what's inside. Bring our hands together at heart center and acknowledgement of that, that human being in there. Thumbs to forehead center and acknowledgement of one another human beingness that we share. Thank you all so much for being here this morning. Namaste. Well done, y'all. What a happy Sunday. I forgot one announcement that I love to invite everyone. Next Sunday in the afternoon, 4.30, we are having another vinyl jam. Marvin Gaye, what's going on? I know. Um, and then afterward, we're gonna have a ballot explainer party. So um, the California primary is on Tuesday, March 3rd. And we have uh, Lauren Hodge, who is from the Children's Museum. She, is, uh, she explains the ballot every time to children. So she's going to speak to us like uh, we, <laughs> we know about as much as they do. Because if you've looked at yours and you're not sure what all these things are, she does know. So she's going to, uh, to give us the explainer. And then uh, Anthony's going to be pouring his wines, which are amazing. Uh, so please, if you, uh, and if you don't drink wine, I've got the uh, LaCroix sparkling water for you. Um, but please come out if you can. It'll be fun. And definitely, if you want to get smart on what's going on, we got you covered both ways. <laughs>